This week on the Pushable Legs podcast, we talk about everything that went down at Body Power and a little bit about balance wrestling. Asda and Waitrose Dan, what's wrong with me? Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Dan Meek. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, Daniel? Maybe that's because you earn um, £80,000 in total. So Maybe. You split I mean, it between the two. Just, just, go, just go for the big big title so I can just go anywhere I like, right? So it doesn't really it's, matter. Also you eat, it's also because you eat double the amount of food. So. <laughs> um, yeah, how are we, Tom? <laughs> all well, all well, yeah. Um, Good, mate. Been good. It's been a good week. Been busy. Um, mm. My anybody who really wants to know my programming right now for in about four weeks, which will be released for uh, some sort of strength group for push pull, push pull training, some sort push pull coaching. Don't know group coaching. It's almost live. It'll be four weeks time. It's almost done. Good. That's, that's all the announcements. I'm, I'm done for the rest of the podcast. Thanks. Good. Mm. Strong mate. But um, that's this, probably the best way, mate. That's what everyone like. How everyone likes that. I heard. That's what. That's the feedback I've Very much so. I mean, if, if it wasn't with me, this wouldn't even go out. So, that's true. <laughs> All right. So, we've both been at festivals. Your one slightly larger than the one I went to. I didn't go to yours because I really think I should have. But you're not cool enough. I'm not cool enough. But I definitely will make an effort to actually go next year. But I'm not a really cool cat like you to go three days. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'll be able to stomach that. Might be fun. Wait, I sent you the picture, right, of the sock stand. They had a, oh, had yeah, a stand yeah, yeah, yeah. there yeah. that was selling deadlifting socks, right? And they were like the most colourful, bright, ridiculous things you could ever bought. And I thought, well, Tom will buy three pairs, four pairs, and mix and match them. Yeah. But you weren't there, so I could I wasn't gonna buy them for you, mate. I'm not that rich. <laughs> I don't I don't shop at Waitrose, mate, I'm not that rich. Yeah, very true. Um so what we'll do is review, I guess, talk about look at what we did, what we saw um, at our respective festivals this weekend. Um, mm. Maybe, I'm not sure, maybe put the Balance Festival, I went to a Balance Festival, um, which is, I got some free tickets, so it was very ridiculous. Um, it was hilarious, to be honest. Maybe I'll speak for that for five minutes, and then we'll have a big episode on Body Power 20. Maybe we should just talk about that at the end, Tom. <laughs> I think five minutes at the start, just to explain why I was there. And then that's about it. Um, so because it keeps everybody lingering in, right? Then, or they can flick through this bit. That's absolutely fine. Yeah. Uh, they can go find Body Power, and we'll just announce it with a ding ding, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Dan doesn't even know what balance is, to be honest. Uh, nor did I until Friday morning, um, and I went on Friday evening. Which was just—it's uh, a London festival, basically about fitness, wellness, and health. Um, and literally, um, I got some free tickets, so I went. And it was just, it was a, it was in Shoreditch, full of hipsters. Um, but it was just full of... Uh, Hashtag vegans, probably. Oh, amazingly. Absolutely amazing. It was uh, the biggest anti-sugar festival I've ever been to. Mm. Um, nobody likes sugar there. Um, but it was basically for a load of, let's say bloggers. I'm going to go health bloggers, mainly. Um, not really fitness professional. Well, there were fitness professionals because they would call themselves that, but it wasn't um, my kind of fitness professional. I looked, I like stood out like a sore thumb, to be honest. Um, so was, I can yeah, imagine. Yeah, because um, considering I was not a twenty to forty year old woman um, there, um, obviously I'm not meaning in disrespect to that, but that was the demographic that was there. Um, and it was basically all about yeah health, wellness, um, getting people not to eat sugar, which is very odd, um, and getting people just to eat vegan protein. And then I started talking about whey protein for somebody and they started talking about pea protein. I ended up having an argument about it. Um, so then I walked off. Um, we walked around. I bet, there was so, I bet there was someone there selling raw cacao, wasn't there? Oh, yeah, Probably. of course there was. I, did yeah. I send you a picture of the paleo uh, granola that was there? Um, which, from the paleo times, they had packet granola. So, which which they baked in ovens. Yeah, as well. which is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So they had some paleo granola, which is quite funny. Um, and the guy, I, I went up to the stand and literally well, every single thing, or well, I just turned it around and looked at the macro content. 
And they were like, oh, you're looking at it very skeptically. And why are you looking at the nutritional content? I was like, because uh, <laughs> I need to know what's in it. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't care really about the ingredients. He was like, oh, but it's all, it's all fresh. It's all natural. I was like, oh, great. But the fats are too high for me, so I can't have it. Um, wonderful. But I can't give this to one of my clients because the fats are too high. Therefore, they will gain weight. They're like, no, no, no they won't gain weight. I was, yeah, they will. They, they will. Um, that, and I kind of lost my respect for them. But there was a lot of good things happening there, to be honest, um, in terms of there were classes, which was cool, getting people moving. Um, like companies like, obviously, the company I work well, consult for, so Third Space, Another Space, uh, F45. A really weird concept, Dan, F45. Um, so you know how you have circuit classes? You've done one before. Or you've, you've taught one. I think you've taught a couple. Uh-huh, yeah. Amazingly. Um, so they have a weird concept. So every single station in the circuit has a screen in front of them. And mm-hmm. it is showing on the screen, there is like a, a person doing the ex- like doing the exercise. And then there's literally like, there's no, the, the coach is just a psych up person just shouting around going, yeah, go, move, yeah. And then you just go to the screen, next screen. The person's mm. doing like kettlebells, kettlebell swing. Next screen, you're doing some like tuck jumps. Next screen, you're doing that. It was well, that's the kind of the way they're going anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Most, was, like was, the person that takes classes just shouts anyway. It was just literally, yeah, that. I was, I was a little bit disappointed because it kind of, it takes, obviously from my perspective, the art of coaching uh, is what I teach a little bit more. It takes that out. So it's a bit piss poor to be honest. I thought... If you want to become a good coach, that's not the way to go. Um, mate, I don't, I don't think you're going to be out of a job, mate. Don't I, I think I'll be all right, yeah. I think you'll be okay. Yeah, so we saw that. There was, there was a few talks on. There's quite a lot of talks on, actually. So we sat through two. One I won't even mention because I was a little bit disappointed by it. Um, there was another one which was quite interesting, actually, but still disappointed about it. Um, so I sat through a talk about the ethics of health blogging and blogging on Instagram. Um, by three um, people that are up there. One of them, one of them actually is slightly credible. Um, is Plant Based Pixie, I believe her name is on Instagram. Um, she's got a master's degree in nutrition. I flick for her stuff. Yes, she is vegetarian, but she is vegetarian by choice. Um, but yeah, a lot of the stuff is fine. It's all calorie stuff. Yeah, she knows how to as, as, as opposed to being vegetarian by force. Well, actually, Dan, some people can't stomach meat very well my sister being one of them where she throws up when she eats meat so she has to be a vegetarian because she can't oh. yeah so it well, doesn't, doesn't agree with her um yeah which is interesting um <laughs> very odd but then then again she hasn't tried since she was a little kid so the chances are she might have matured over but then she hasn't eaten it since then so so why throw, why so. start now yeah exactly so um yeah so that was it was an interesting one because uh Myself and Mr. Will Downing are sitting there with, let's go, combined eight, ten years of coaching experience plus then like three master's degree between us, two bachelor's degrees, a range of, uh, not blowing our own trumpet there, but the person speaking on on stage uh, at this little blogging bit was uh, a personal trainer. Um, She got asked the question of, um, which we, we, uh, we almost scoffed at, was, we're unbelievable, so unbelievable. She'd been training for two years, um, so obviously she deserved the stage of speaking in front of 100, 200 people. Um, mm. And her education, she got asked about her education. So we were expecting kind of a degree standard. I knew the other person had a master's degree. And she was like, yeah, yeah, I did three months of my intensive reps level three. I was like, all right, okay, so what after that? And she got asked a question after that. Um, bearing in mind, saying on the stage, nothing wrong with the reps level three. I was expecting somebody to be of a, a little bit, maybe had gone on to do more outside courses, but she couldn't mm. list. She listed off like three other courses, and they were all by reps, which is what I found amazing. I was like, you're not branched out, and she has saw no reason to go to it. So I was a little bit disappointed by that. Um, basically, up your game, up your education game. We talked about that far too much, anyway. So yeah, and. The one big reason why I went, um, I did put a post out about why, because obviously it's not a place that you'd normally see me, um, was these people that are there, essentially, in the long run, these are the people that we want to get in contact with because they're spending money on going to one of these festivals and we want to get content out to. So I thought, why not? I'm going to go see what these people are interacting with now 
and see how can I tap into it and see what's happening. I mean, Dan's talked about it through some of his hashtags with me lately uh, about putting it in so you get in different fees, etc. So you're kind of learning what their do's and don'ts are and then maybe trying to tap into it somehow. Um, it's, it was a bit of a minefield, but it was it was eye-opening to see what's happening. I just wanted to see what's happening in the industry because I'm very closed off in my little academic uh, online world a lot of the people i interact with online i either agree with or massively disagree with um so it's yeah it was very interesting daniel but i think that's enough on balance maybe i'll go again but maybe i'll get asked to speak next time which might might be a bit more fun uh, especially if i'm still consulting for first space because they'll have a big so in all in all good experience but a little bit questionable on the uh, people just trying to sell stuff i got a lot of free food it wasn't very nice though no. Nah. Some, somebody tried to tell me that dates were unhealthy. Uh, yeah, because mm, yeah. of the glycemic index, Dan. All right. Mm. Enough of that. Let's get down to nitty gritty. Why we're all here to hear Daniel's experience and my uh, kind of <laughs> intertwine. I was kind of you. Very, you were there in spirit. Tom. I was definitely there in spirit, and I was there. I kind of involved more than I wouldn't thought I had been um yeah yeah over the weekend <laughs> anybody knows that listening probably probably knows what's been happening um yeah but Dan, body power body power 2017 taught me well, the best the best thing was that we actually had quite a few people come up and tell us they listen tell me sorry they listen to the show so yeah! it was amazing actually meeting people who were like hey you're down from push pull legs I was like yeah. yeah and they were like yeah listen to your show man it's so cool and I was like oh my god you must listen because of me not because of Tom and they were Amazing. like yeah, yeah um so yeah they said that I was the best <laughs> you were just the person that does the technology bit at the end and I was like yeah that's how it works basically um so yeah it was good to uh good to meet those people and yeah just body power is always a good um a good experience and um this year we had a total of six speaking slots in the whole of Team Box, which is pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think last year Steve had two slots, and the year before that I think he might have had just one. Um, so, yeah, we've been, we've been growing our presence there, you know, for, for the last three years or so, which has been really good. Um, had a whale of a time, met up with loads of people that I've not spoken to for a long time. So we spoke to Rich Senewald was there, so it was good catching up with him. Um, and a lot of our clients were there as well, so we saw them. To be honest, a lot um, of our old guests were there. Yeah, a lot of our guests. Emma Story Gordon was there. Yeah. Uh, Mike McDonald was there, obviously. Um, it was good catching up with him. Um, we talked a bit about our podcast that we recorded, which um, went down quite well. Um, and yeah, yeah listen to it already. Then go fucking listen to it. Yeah, go listen to it now. <laughs> Um, and yeah, and obviously you know, a lot of Team Box's clients were work, kind of working there on stands and stuff because they, you know, they're athletes or whatever, and they're um, pretty shredded, so they work on on a lot of the stands and stuff like that. And then uh, Emil competed on the uh, on the Saturday, and he came top six in his category muscle model out of about thirty people. So he did really well. Um, looked awesome, uh, and it was just great to awesome. Wow, that's a fine. <laughs> he looked epic. Um, great. And uh, and then yeah, just good to spend time with with the other coaches uh, a bit more. So that was great. And obviously the news before Body Power broke that we'd got an office as well. So we were chatting a bit about that and logistics and how that's going to work. So that was pretty cool. But um, probably the, the the my probably going to be my least favorite place ever to be. If I I'd have thought so for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it's uh, it's it's being painted today. We went to have a look at it. It's been painted and getting our logo on the wall and stuff like that. So yeah, no, it's all good. Um, so yeah, body power. So um, it's always an interesting event. There's obviously a lot of um, a lot of stuff being thrust in your face. Um, you get sick of energy drinks and protein powders and protein bars and stuff like that. However, one of the best finds of the weekend was a protein bar that is a million times better than a carb killer bar. Wow, bold statement, I know. Uh, and they're called bear. Here first, so. They're called Bear Bells, Bear Bells protein bar. Now, I originally, uh, they're actually from Sweden, I think. Oh, wow. But um, you can get them from Protein Pick and Mix, I think. But I actually, um, before I tried their bars, was trolling the shit out of them because their their stand said functional foods. Oh, wow. So I was like, well, what the fuck's dysfunctional food? As as you know, Tom. Um, And then I I tried one and then realized that their function was to taste absolutely amazing. So, um, yeah. 
they are better than carb killers. So maybe maybe we tag them in this podcast, and if they're listening, send us free shit. <laughs> we will talk about them every podcast. Great. Yeah. So, um, but no. Other than that, I mean, it was great to um, to sort of see some of the expert speakers that were there. Um, Jordan Peters in real life is absolutely fucking huge, incredible. Yeah. Um, so watched watched him speak. Um, obviously, Boxy was speaking. Martin was speaking. That was a great a great talk. Um, so yeah, it was it was overall a very very good event. Um, obviously, a lot of shit there as well, um, because whenever there's a bit of good, there's obviously a bit of shit. Um, so some of the things that we heard are just incredible. Um, the real question though, Tom, is I want to know what you think. That I want your opinion on my opinion of um, vibrating foam rollers. So you're asking me for my opinion or your opinion my, my, yeah your opinion of foam rollers my do you know my opinion of whose opinion of your opinion do you know, yeah do, do you know what my opinion of those is though i'm not too sure i think so oh, okay. I, I think I, I i'm pretty sure i probably do know but i'd like you to clarify what your opinion yeah. is of my opinion of them yeah so the vibrating foam rollers <laughs> are just like so this is a funny story. So we were walking around with Emil, who was absolutely shredded. This was after his show on Saturday. Um, just walking around. And uh, we stopped by the vibrating foam rollers. And the, the guy was like, oh, you know, how are you? Like, all this sort of shit. And we're like, yeah, great. Uh, and he's like, oh, you know, he asked Emil about his social media following, about his winning his show or coming to Top Six in his show and all this sort of stuff. Chatting to him for about five minutes, right? And he just gave him one of these vibrating foam rollers for free. Just gave him one. I was like, yeah, you're in good shape. Mate. Yeah, you just take one. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> just post about it on social media, right? And we were like, that's 90 quid just yeah. because he was walking around shredded, right? Yeah. Anyway, got it back to, um, got back to the uh, Airbnb we were staying in, got it out. It's just a foam roller. Load of shit. Like, the vibrations make no difference really? at all. Um, which is quite funny. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my opinion of them is they're not that great, but... Um, that's the most important we've, thing. We've ranted about foam rollers before, so anything that vibrates is not really literally going to not turn you on. So. Is it? Um, yeah. yeah um, the other revelation of the weekend, really, was just how far-reaching our podcast is. Like, I didn't actually know the extent to which people listen uh, and who listens as well, um, based on some feedback we've had um, from our contacts in the know. <laughs> Um, of, of who actually listens and who's bothered by what we have to say, which is amazing. I find it fascinating. Um, yeah. It really is. It really is far-reaching to the point where I didn't even think it would would reach that far. And we're sixty odd episodes in now, but we do have a good chunk of listeners that we we never thought we had. So that's always good. <laughs> Fair um, enough. So if anybody wasn't there, what was your talk about? So yeah, my talk, um, I, I discussed um, basically energy balance and how to understand energy balance. And um, I think a lot of people often can bash things a lot. They, they sort of bash diets and we've done it before on the, on the podcast and, and we're, we're not averse to it because we know our listeners are a bit more educated. But it, it, the crowd at Body Power is very much a case of if you tell them that they, they don't know something or that they're, they're stupid or whatever they're not going to respond well to that like why would you you don't know these people on stage you don't you know you, you, you know as a speaker you're trying to gain their respect right so you don't want to slag them off so um in the crowd i, I had a fair few people and um I, I wanted to show them how their how their favorite diets actually work so i wanted to say to them look i understand how joe wicks's plans work i know how some people lose weight on them i also know why you maybe didn't and um so i took through like clean eating um, low carb, all this sort of stuff, and explained how they work and if, essentially how you can eat more calories and lose weight. Um, I went through the whole process for, for everyone so that they could understand it in a very simple way. Uh, and I actually got some really nice feedback, actually, um, from a lot of people who, who said the same thing. So I just dispelled loads of myths around energy balance and how everyone always assumes that because you're, you believe in calories in, calories out, that you're someone that's always going to cut calories from someone's diet. And actually, people always forget the calories out equation. Uh, and then I just described about how you can track that data and how tracking that data is actually very, very important. And if you only have half the equation, you're just guessing um, a lot of the time um, people's results because you have to have both in and out roughly estimated to kind of have an appreciation of that. Um, and then I had some pretty cool questions at the end as well. 
Um, someone asked me whether body type would affect my programming for someone's nutritional needs. Um, and I said, no, obviously not. Um, and they then followed me on Instagram the day after. And I found out that they prescribe diets for people's body types. Okay. So I trolled, I trolled them without realizing, um, what do you mean by body type, like endomorph, ectomorph, mesomorph? Yeah, ah. basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I kind of gave a very politically correct answer, but then realized that um, she followed me on Instagram. Okay. Uh, and then I felt a little bit bad. But never mind. Oh, well. um, Shit, I, I didn't do it in a nasty way, I just did it in a positive way. No. Um, but yeah, that's what my talk was on. Um, Boxy did his talk about... Um, about time frames for dieting things like that so yeah. again important things to consider so that you're not rushed for, for any diet and again very well received he's very much natural on stage so that was all good um but there was a lot of dumb shit i heard there as well um yeah. and uh stuff i told you about actually um because it was seriously seriously dumb shit and i actually asked you because i wanted your professional opinion on one of the things i heard but um i need you to clarify something for me tom is squat depth affected predominantly by hamstring flexibility or not um so daniel because... um so my expertise is my master's degree in biomechanics so i think i can talk to this um mm. so usually squat depth um it's probably not affected highly by the hamstring mm. um so a lot with uh it's probably it's, it's got some range in it but the chances are we're probably if we're not hitting squat depth then we're probably either misaligned um, so mm. alignment might be off. It's probably I'm going to go out on a limb using my kind of knowledge, and whereas I would coach somebody because you've 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 seen people like both me and Dan have probably fixed people's squat depths fixed mm. using I'm using air quotes uh, made better. Okay, got them a little bit deeper. Um, probably through some pelvic intervention more than anything else, um, mm. which um, magically is where the hamstrings are attached. So. We would probably look there um, more than anything else. Try to get them fired up. Not because I'm gonna I'm gonna say that maybe the hamstring flexibility. I I could change your hamstring flexibility, Daniel, um, if I was with you within I'm gonna say 20 seconds. I could probably increase yeah. it and make that squat better. Um, but I'm a I'm gonna go out and limb. I'm a good coach, so um, I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah, you are, mate. You yeah, are. It's good, but. Uh, not entirely, no. Hamstring flexibility yeah, so, would not be my uh, my my go-to on squat depth. There's so many so, other parameters. So, yeah, I mean, because I know a lot of people who have very tight hamstrings who are very very good squatters. For or, example. Do, or do um, they have tight hamstrings? Probably not. So. Yeah, and and <laughs> it's it, it's it's always interesting. Uh, and I I thought I'd get your opinion first, having a master's degree in biomechanics, because um, I heard at the weekend that um, one of the reasons you may not be losing weight or body fat is because you're inflexible no mm. it's not true I, I and i don't get how how hamstring inflexibility affects your calorie deficit for one but no. secondly the person who said it also said that it affects your squat depth and that if you half squat you burn a calorie and if you full squat you burn two calories so interesting uh, ane uh, anecdotal kind of evidence here and, so and, I, have and, a, I have a client that literally cannot move their ankles because he's got plate in it mm. yeah he's lost five kilos over the last like five months. No. Well, I, I don't know how he's done it. He's bionic, <laughs> you know, bionic man and he's lost it. I don't know. Understand. But, um, and the other thing was there was no reference made to load at all. So, I mean, you know, so half squatting with 200 kilos on your back, for example, I would assume would burn more than one calorie compared to a full squat with a 20 kilo dumbbell, for example, right. yeah. probably wouldn't burn two calories. But, um, by the by, you know, the numbers are the numbers either way. I'm, I'm calling absolute bullshit. Uh, absolutely made up out of thin air ridiculous 100 <laughs> percent. and and this is the thing right is that this is what body power is all about is you have some people who speak sense and some people who just don't and um i asked the guy who emceed the stage i was on uh, for some feedback i was like you know i'd love any feedback because i, I want to improve like i don't want to just uh, assume it went well when people are telling me that it went okay or went well or whatever i want to know from you because you're impartial like how do you think it went um and he, he replied, um, he said some very, very nice things and then said at the end, kind of, um, you wouldn't believe some of the stuff I've had to sit through and watch. It's frightening. And this is coming from someone who's into science and flexible dieting and stuff. And he understands that, you know, that side of things. Um, he sort of was like, you wouldn't understand how much I've had to bite my tongue this weekend at some of the things I've heard. Um, and he was like, yours wasn't one of them. I was like, oh, that's really nice to hear. Um, 
Yeah, so that that was the best thing I heard all weekend um, about the inflexibility of hamstrings, because not only was it factually incorrect in terms of flexibility hindering fat loss, the fact that hamstring flexibility, in my opinion, does rarely affect squat depth, uh, was the was the most interesting thing I thought, because um, um, the hamstring, in fact, doesn't actually get utilized all that much in, in that movement. But um, and what do I know? I'm not an awesome personal trainer, so I can't write a book about it, but. Um, I'm sure that someone else will have done. So that was good. Um, other interesting points raised. Um, another reason you may be not burning body fat is that you're taking too many supplements. Um, if the, I don't know. If, if there are high calories in the supplements, then maybe. Yeah, but the calories weren't even mentioned. Oh, right. I, it literally was you're taking too many supplements. Yeah. So um, if you're taking too many multivitamins, you're, you're not losing body fat, but incredible. Um, Probably pissing out. Yeah, I mean, and then the very next slide, you're you're not getting enough magnesium, so supplement with it. Brilliant. You just told me I was taking some supplements, um, so that was funny. Um, but yeah, overall, mate, it was it was a real fun weekend, and we had a great laugh. We did. We had so much fun um, because we were all there with our friends, and yeah. we had fun. So, um, so what well, what were the what were coming of the a couple of the talks that you sat in as well? Anybody's talks that you? Uh, so yeah, I sat in sat in Martin's. Like Martin's was um, was quite funny, um, and he, he kind of took on a lot of the how to spot. Um, and actually, we got a plug. We actually got a plug. He said in, on the uh, in his talk, he said because um, he did his whole talk around how to spot bro science in a way, like how to like question claims basically. And he yeah. said. He was like, I was on the Push Pull Legs podcast the other week, and he pointed at me, and then he um, and he, <laughs> he talked about this exact thing, um, and he sort of said, "If you haven't listened to it yet, go listen to it." And I was I like, "Yeah." You yes. stood up and was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I should have done. Yeah, I should have done." Like, Follow me on Instagram. You can find it on Instagram. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was um, so that was good. Um, so we watched that, um, and then Laura was doing her um, her baking. Oh, how did the um, cookery thing? I want to know how that actually works. How did so basically they. They have a, um, it's almost like ready, steady, cook. They have like a, a big kitchen there and they have the seats and then they have the cameras going down onto what, onto the, the utensils and stuff. Yeah. Um, so Laura got up there with, she had a microphone on, you know, with the one attached to her head and all that sort of, like, uh, the kind trainers of, wear like for doing their classes like you do. Britney Spears. Yeah. Yeah. Like hit Great. me baby one more time. Great. Yeah. I've, I've when, I, when I'm talking, I'm, I'm just talking about energy systems during my what bikes. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're boring everyone to death. Um, yeah, you're the only you're the only trainer who takes a Watt bike class and makes everyone wish that you shut up and not that they can <laughs> on the Watt bike. Much, um, yeah. So she did um, her protein balls and took people through some recipes there, and um, her and Mike did it together. And, and Mike's hilarious as it is, but he he played very much the straight man um, and was just there like, so what do I do now? And he's like, put this on here and just like all the innuendos. And yeah, he got a really, I think they got a really good reception from that. So Great. that went really well, and we've had. Um, I think Steve said today we've had over 70 people ask for the, the slides after the show. So um, that's all of us combined. Obviously, Laura didn't really have any slides. But, um, I yeah, I mean, that's nice, than, you know. like 70, 70 people, people wanted to try the protein balls, though, more than likely. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just nice to know people are actually interested, you know, they want to actually take the slides and, and, and read them and stuff. So that's always good. Um, yeah. So yeah, mate, on the whole, it was just a really, really good weekend. And the most important bit of the weekend was I got a two-litre jug to drink out of. That's the best bit of the weekend. Yeah, so, so Dan is currently holding in front of me his big bro, bottle. bro bodybuilder bottle. Like handle, on the handle on the big jug, you know, like, is it, I think there must be, is it a gallon, is it? 2.2 litres? Is that See, a gallon? There's, there's one sitting in my gym right now and it's got some filth in it and it just looks vile. And, yeah. I'm not... I'm not bro enough to put BCAs in it yet. I'm yeah, just. Drink- I'm pretty sure it has. Yeah, the one sitting. I'm just drinking some water out of it. BCAAs, um, so. But yeah, basically, I need to get my I need to get my hydration up. So I thought, right, well, I was like, if I get that, fill it up two liters. That'll see me through for at least a day. That's the minimum I should be taking, really. Um, and yeah, just and, and body power actually really inspired me to actually kind of. I've been really slack for like maybe the last four to eight weeks of just training and nutrition and just not really been tracking and, and not really been pushing myself as hard. Just we've been very busy with work and a few other things going on as well with, with like say the office move and, and planning the next kind of year year out for team box. It's just um 
been quite stressful but being there was very very inspiring because i had a lot of shows so on friday saturday and sunday they have like the bodybuilding shows there as well yeah. um and w- watching a meal on stage was um definitely got my motivational juices flowing thinking about next year so it was um it was very good to see that as well um and a credit to body power for putting on such a great show because it must be hard to do at such a busy event but um the standard of of the pca especially was incredible um and then the bmbf was on the sunday i didn't manage to get to watch any of that but i hear the standard was very high at that as well so um as it always usually is i think uh but yeah no it was on the whole it's a very 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 enjoyable weekend um and yeah if anyone's got any specific questions about it they can ask me <laughs> uh, i'm more than happy to answer any questions if you want me to delve into more information um but yeah i'm not feeling deflated at all i'm feeling very very good after body power so that's nice good. it did look like from afar it did look like a, a quality event to be honest um amazing it's like it's pretty like the nec is massive so like they feeling that it's, it's highly awesome um yeah lots of, lots of really there's some fucking top athletes there as well so well you're, to... you know we had rich piano was there mate and yeah. oh my god like rich piano is mental like obviously like you've got sinful and everything in there as well right yeah. but still the guy is is mental how he looks um he's like must have had loads of plastic surgery on into his face as well because he looks a bit weird but <laughs> like the cue to see him was so long so so there was long. uh there was oh that was amazing i so i did watch uh mike mcdonald's live uh facebook live on uh i think it was on friday night wild friday yeah. um yeah which uh dan meek appeared on uh oh yeah he waved and then also about 40 minutes in some guy came up talking to martin and was like yeah about push pull it was great whoever that guy is awesome well done he, he, martin didn't show his face but they had a little chat about what we we're talking about in the podcast amazing yeah. um but yeah, he was walking past. It must have been the bodybuilding.com bit. And yeah. uh, it was, he was like, this queue is going literally round the store twice. People have been, he was like, how long have you been standing there? Hour. Ah, over an hour. They've been standing there for what will be about maybe five pounds worth of goods. And Mate, this then, is- then it was just hilarious. He was like, even on minimum wage, just work an extra hour and you can order it. Um, <laughs> it, mate it was so I, we were there and we walked past the end and we said to the guy who was the steward who was manning it we said oh how long do you reckon it'll take at this point he was like three hours Fuck we're like yeah. what to join the queue here three hours he's like yeah probably take about three hours and we went to the walked around to see what you get you get a picture with someone who's a model for bodybuilding.com like literally could be anyone no one I recognised yeah. you get a t-shirt bodybuilding.com t-shirt we can buy I mean like again like who the fuck cares bodybuilding.com <laughs> seriously um and like a couple of free way sachets three hours i was like mate just go and buy a plain white t-shirt for four quid yeah. like um it, it is a bit obscene with that side of things but things like knock over there um they released a new tropical flavor which is really nice yeah. um who else was there we had moose juice were there which is really nice grenade were there i'm quite surprised grenade didn't release a new carb killer flavor i thought it would be prime time for them yeah. to go here's a jaffa cake flavor boom i'd have bought it um <laughs> but yeah they didn't. um and there was quite a few big names not there though as well so muscle food weren't there um okay. and they were there last year with a huge huge store um i'm trying to think who else wasn't there was big quite a few big protein brands weren't there um yeah just a bit of a weird one usually the same brands keep coming back gymshark were there obviously big 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 one they must have sold a shit ton of stuff mm, yeah. yeah um but yeah no it's um callum van monger von monger was there kai green was there the um, strong guys were there as well terry hollands was there it was Lawrence yeah, so, there, so. the, um, who's the is it lithuanian guy lithuanian what's, guy. His, what's his name huge it's just huge guy um but they had crossfit on there um yeah, and i actually i actually went to watch some of it and it was actually pretty impressive I, 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 I that would have been one of the things i want to go see because live mm-hmm. live crossfit some of the crossfit pros are absolutely incredible they're yeah ma- they're literally just crazy athletes there for all the jokes we make about crossfit yeah. I, was, I was walked past and i said they all have phenomenal physiques like all of them 
Like the women, the blokes, like they're all like, if you want to look shredded and big, just do CrossFit. Like literally it's, I mean, because the, the, the way I described it to someone, they said, oh, how do they get like that? Like how, what is, you know, going on there? And I said that the community environment probably ensures that they train hard while in the calorie deficit. So they're shredded. So they look they look bigger than they probably are. You know, if they're a bit meat, if they're a bit fatter, they might be not look as good as that. But yeah. but the other thing as well is that you know they've been doing it now. The guys that are on in competitions have probably been doing it for five years. Like you yeah. train anything for five years, you'll look quality. But I was like, the reason they look lean, I think, is because they must um, the community and, and the competition of it all. You just put yourself in a calorie deficit um, and still train hard. Whereas on your own, it's a bit harder to do that and push yourself. Um, and then the strong men were there. Um, and some of the guys like warming up with 200 kilo bench. I was like, what the fuck? What are you yeah, doing? They're just like, <laughs> before they go on. They're all there with their headphones on. They're, they're smelling salts and they're just doing 200 kilos warming up before they go out to do like 240 or whatever. Yeah. Like just incredible. Um, really unhealthy though. Looking at them. Really unhealthy. Well, maybe because I, I think I'll make a shout to try and get Terry Hollands on. He's just gone over to Botswana for the worlds, but he's coached by John as Clarky as well. Oh, he so, was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so be interesting. So you've got the same coach as Terry Holland. You got uh, yeah, your coach, I mean, Terry we're, we're the same, aren't we? So well, that's why you got bigger now. I've noticed. <laughs> um, or another thing as well. Um, quickly, totally uh, unrelated to anything uh, other than what we're talking about right now, yeah. um, is that Chris posted. Um, a video in our team box WhatsApp group, which I'll have to share with everyone. And it was the, um, it's the Brian Shaw, who's a strong man. Brian Shaw eating, is world strong. He's one of the world strongest man for the last two, three years. Yeah. Eating 12,000 calories a day. Oh, it's, mate. mate it's oh my God. I, I was watching, like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't even eat 4,000. Like I'm pathetic with food. And he's there chowing down this food and he makes it look so easy. But he, he posted it. It was like, I've never had anybody kind of film me do this kind of thing before. And it was just like chowing. It's like, yeah, it's fine. Like, it was incredible. Like, incredible. Um, but yeah, obviously this, you know, these guys are pretty similar. So um, if on the back of Body Power, so if they're, so next year, if Body Power are listening, I'm, so, I'm sure somebody who does some sort of uh, bookings, etc. Apart from getting me and Dan to talk together of some sort of live podcast, what would you say you, they should be doing next year? What would be the thing to bring in or anything? Um, I just think they, they need to get more people into the the stages and into the educational talks. Um, and I get why they're done that way. You know, They're kind of closed off and away from maybe the main crowds because it's a bit quieter so you can hear the speakers. But I think they need to create an atmosphere whereby the educational stages are maybe in the middle and maybe the bigger stands around the outside. Because I think people are always going to go to the stands. They're going to go out their way to go to the stands. And I think they just drop into the educational talks. Um, and I think by having them in the middle, it enables that ability for people just to stumble across people, um, perhaps. And um, the way it's spread out, it could easily be done, I think. Um, it's just obviously they're just looking to make the most amount of money. And I think that people obviously pay, pay a premium for those prime spots, which are probably in the middle. But um, I do think there's probably merit into looking into that. But um, other than that, it is a very, very well-run event. Like it, it, it happens every year the same way pretty much. And it always gets good traction and is busier and busier every year by the looks of it. And the Saturday in particular was manic. Friday and Sunday were a bit quieter. Um, and the Saturday was literally just crazy. You couldn't move. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'd do. <laughs> You're tired, Dan. Jesus Christ. I am a tired. Yeah, it's been a long weekend, mate. I've been working all weekend. You know what it's like. <laughs> I and I had to share a bed with Chris Emmett, who snores like a fucking elephant. Wow. And he's, he's a big boy right now as well. So. And he's not small, we know. Exactly. So <laughs> Awesome. Daniel. Epic. <laughs> epic sorry yeah don't like that one um cool well, on the back of that have you got any I, I don't know if we need to cover stupid things do we need to cover stupid things on the internet I mean there is one I'll tell you what anyone, if anyone can find me an article that links hamstring flexibility to fat loss then we'll talk about it all for the whole episode that'll be our stupid thing that week but I, I'm pretty sure you will not find one hamstring flexibility for fat loss or <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
we'll that's my challenge to you guys. That's my challenge. But I haven't got any it. friends anymore, Dan. I haven't got any friends and, anymore. So and and I know and I know that and that's the thing, right? Is yeah, if 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 you're trying to lose fat, uh, you know, you do need to just get rid of your friends. Yeah, essentially, like, they're, they're probably not helping you. But um, I know I've just told you there to go away and do your own research about the flexibility and fat loss thing. I understand the irony in that statement, but I didn't make the statement, so I don't have to find the evidence for it. But um, yeah, if I ever make a claim. I, w- I will usually give you the evidence with it. I won't tell you to go and find it yourself. Um, I- I'll always do that. And I won't just link it to a blog where someone else has done the research for me. I- I'll probably find the research itself and, and point paper. in that direction. Just find the paper. I mean... Because I can actually read the scientific papers, so it helps. It's, it's, it's always good to have, like, you know, a PubMed membership just to just to look through things and be, yeah. Well, I mean, like most of, Google Scholar, it's fine. Literally Google Scholar. <laughs> and, and if you know roughly the subject and who wrote yeah. it, it's pretty easy to find. Like most of the time, the, the author's name is pretty memorable. Um, so, yeah, uh, it, I think it would take you about 15 seconds to find, for example, Brad Schoenfeld's fasted cardio study. Um, you just type in Schoenfeld fasted cardio, enter. You'd probably find it. Um, and if you could read the scientific paper, you would then be able to um, understand Sorry. what it meant. That's good. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like bollocks. Probably because it is. Stupid things on the internet this week. So we did actually have a stupid thing that I think, uh, shout out, Matt Jackson sent me. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, it was just, unfortunately, I think it's something we all enjoy um, in terms of posting it, was Lad Bible. I don't know if it was uh, tongue-in-cheek. Obviously not the highest uh, credible source in the uh, on the internet, to be honest. But it was, uh, and there's been quite a few of these, um, particularly with the Coca-Cola product, is uh, versus something versus stomach acid. See, with, <laughs> without even deciphering what normally... Oh, I, no, I did see it, yeah. Yeah, it mm. was creatine powder versus stomach acid. Yeah, even though they, they did mix the creatine powder with whey as well. Um therefore making it a little bit redundant um and then it was just like tag a gym head on on there the thing the thing that got the thing that got me about that was molten science i'm calling you out i don't know who you are but the thing the thing that got me about that was the creatine just turned black i was like yeah yeah, yeah. so what like it's i know black's not a great color right (laughs) but like is why does it matter that the creatine turned black like i don't understand how that means it's a bad thing so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't really understand the whole post. And Matt was just, Matt kind of was like, "What are they trying to get at?" To be honest, I was like, "Basically, shit happens when shit goes in acid. Um, usually, something happens, some sort of chemical reaction when something else goes in acid. Usually happens, right? I would have, I'd have thought any kind of substance or food substance would, happen. yeah, something would happen at least. And bearing in mind, <laughs> I'm gonna say, usually." I'm going to say 99.9% of the time, my creatine powder and my whey is usually diluted with uh, some sort of water-based substance. Mm. Um, so it probably doesn't hit the uh, <laughs> stomach acid in full capacity of just being pure um, creatine monohydrate or whatever it is, just creatine powder. Um, so yeah, it probably won't have the same effect because it's heavily diluted with about 500 mils of water. Um, if you put yeah. it in. So therefore... I don't think that black kind of fizzing and shit would happen. Um, Either way, drop drop most things in acid, and I bet there's probably some yeah, black fizzing. That, that's like, literally <laughs> that was what I was like, I was like, I'm gonna <laughs> drop like broccoli in there, and it would start to fizz around and just react like a chemical should do, you know, because it's just like fucking acid. Um, I, I just yeah. don't get it. Like, I don't get yeah, the, like, the whole stomach acid thing. Yeah, shit, like. Because obviously something happens in your stomach with stomach acid. Otherwise, it would come out the same. And I'd be more I, concerned if it, nothing happened. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> crap. Like, what's coming out of my ass is clearly like wrong. Um, yeah, that's very odd. Something happens before when going in the mouth. Um, but there's a, lot of, there's a lot of this now on the internet. And a lot of it with like ice, icy kind of is... Thing, yeah. It's not even that. It is literally like, oh, this video will reach a lot of people because people will share it. And so, of course, people, people will share it and it will reach people. But then... If you're doing that just to reach people and, and scare them, and go, then you're a fucking idiot. Like, you're not going to go right. <laughs> you got five um, point there's, there's loads of examples of them. You know, the, video, 
there's loads of examples of videos, shit videos that get shared um, and get, and the only reason they get done is because they want to go viral. And it's like, mate, you can go viral, but you're still fucking fat. Like, it doesn't really matter. Um, I, it's it, just, cause it, just cause it reaches a lot of people. doesn't mean anything. Like, it doesn't mean that you're great at what you do. Like, it doesn't mean that. So it's like with the creating part, it's like brilliant. But someone could release a really good video ex- debunking that video and explaining why it doesn't matter and it wouldn't reach a tenth of the people Yeah, because it's not scaremongering. So yeah, it's people, people like to share shit that they think will upset people or scare people or whatever. And it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yeah, I'm just a quick quickly touch on just an Instagram post that I just put out um, because Dan wanted to talk about this the other week um, I kind of boo-booed it um, but then I've come back on myself because oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's about dynamic stretching um, backtracking backtracking I'm, I'm giving you kudos Dan Dan actually wanted to talk about it I poo-pooed it now I want to bring it back because Dan was kind of right but yeah I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right um, yeah uh, dynamic stretching um, just seeing a few posts this was this was data that was done I don't know when we were like pre-football, like um, this was stuff that was coming out saying do do this, do dynamic stretching because of decreased power output. But then it was the chances are that most of the static stretching that was being held was over forty-five seconds, and that doesn't really happen anyway. For fifteen seconds, doesn't really have an effect. It matters what Love order that. you put it in. So if you actually did static stretching first and then into dynamic, actually, so if you you could do as much static stretching as you liked um, uh, before dynamic stretching but as long as you did dynamic stretching post so activity rate like heart rate racing post uh static stretching then it completely nullifies the uh the negative effect of power output that apparently the static stretching has just done so you can't just mm. do both instead of just doing one um but yeah just just to do that basically what it really is doing usually the static stretching should be combined with some sort of explosive movement this is talking plyometric ways so it was like a cns primer um because i've just been reading more about it lately because it, it kind of when dan posted it to me and said, oh, we should talk about that i read a few papers off the back of it and was just like i've done a bit of work through this before through plyometric stuff we both did a little bit of plyometric stuff going obviously in football you do a fair bit of it so i thought i'd look into what you could do for deadlifting so i posted a little bit of a primer um just like jerky motions they were dynamic they were moving but they weren't like big like i think people think dynamic and like massive leg swings through ranges of motion and i'm like yeah you just use use the range of motion that you're about to use in your lift um so i was deadlifting so i did some explosive like uh, glute bridges like with a stamp um, my little drop jumps for a little bit of tendon priming so you're trying to absorb energy in a tendon when you drop off um, a really small step like one to five inches doesn't have to be massive like box jumps I think yeah Alex posted out about box jumps you don't need to jump really high to actually take absorption of energy right that so was a great post it as well was an absolutely yeah. fantastic post yeah and it should hit home for a lot of people should probably share it around right um, <laughs> but yeah just sort of depth jump so it's just jump kind of stepping off a box and then jumping up. So you're going from kind of inversing it. So you get the tension again. Um, but go look at it on Instagram. I tried to explain. I put it on Facebook as well because it. I was just like, yeah, fuck it. Just write that. Don't always have to do uh, dynamic stretching and think that's right. Um, you can do. You can be it's really just... cool and call it a central nervous system primer. Ooh. Yeah, the, th- the thing that frustrates <laughs> me is that a lot of people talk about it and they talk about it like they talk about, like, like, and they have a good people who talk about nutrition, right? And they who say, oh, insulin makes you fat, right? And they'll have a go at those people who say, who, and they'll then say, no, it doesn't. Insulin doesn't make you fat. And the calorie control diet doesn't make you fat. It's exactly the same as saying static stretching makes you, uh, make, reduces your power output. Well, no, it doesn't. Not long time, no. Probably for the next and, 15 and minutes. No, because, because my point is that, like, insulin does make you fat. Like, insulin is the hormone that, promotes anabolism that promotes that fat going into the cell right so it's categorically true same as static stretching making you slower is categorically true but when you put it into context and you actually bring it back and go actually as long as you don't hold those static stretches for 60 seconds you'll probably be all right most people i know hold a static stretch for five to ten seconds max that's not a problem yeah that is really not a problem um Um, to be honest the reason why they're holding it is because they have always done that and it probably feels good. 
and, and it does feel good. I like static stretching. I still do to this day. But I don't sit there for two minutes with a timer on, waiting for my <laughs> muscles to lose all elasticity. Now, I don't do that. Yeah. But I will stretch out my muscles statically before I do it dynamically because it feels nicer. And it's a lot nicer way of warming up into doing dynamic stretching. Yeah, that's great. But that's the frustration for me is it's like people will jump on the people who talk about nutrition that way. Oh, well. Pun intended with the jump, by the way. Um, awesome. But, uh, yeah, I yeah. just need to nip that in the bud to make sure people got, are, are well informed because that's what kind of podcast we are. All right. Um, yeah. Awesome, Dan. Well done. Awesome. Stop saying uh, that word. <laughs> yeah. So um, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, anything. Any t- oh, well, t- you kind of went through the team box news, got an office, doing some stuff. Mm. No big news. All good. No, I just uh, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who came and said they listened to the show, and and I think it it really hit home to me as well um, how blown away we both are. We don't say it often, really, but we really are blown away that people listen and download and like the show uh, and just like hearing us speak. Like initially, like we just decided to do it because I was kind of well. We did it because we thought it'd be a good idea, and then as I moved to Bath, it was like this would be great for us to stay in touch and speak every week still. Um, and initially, that's what we thought it would be great to do, and and the fact that people actually care and listen enough to our ramblings and actually <laughs> take take some kind of of knowledge from it as well. It's not just you know the the feedback I've had has been like yeah, it's great knowledge, it's good banter, and it's easy to listen to, and it's just like we don't. I'm not even joking when we say we literally don't plan anything. We just chat. It is the way we are. Um, we swear, we rant, we are a bit angry, but that's what you guys seem to like. Um, so we're not going to change. But I just wanted to say um, a huge thank you to everyone who listens. It's really, it really is amazing to hear that people enjoy it. Um, believe it or not, we never thought that'd be the case, <laughs> but <Yeah>. that's great. <laughs> it is <laughs> nicely, great it's nice and refreshing that yeah, we can pick up some followers and uh, have pe- lots of people listen. And I, I look at like the stats every every pretty much every week and just to see it kind of not snowballing but yeah it keeps creeping up which is good so um awesome awesome guys uh, this is absolutely awesome, <laughs> awesome. Uh, amazing um awesome. yeah so thanks for downloading go um yeah contact us if you want to reach out then by all means i'm sure i'm sure dan was very eloquent when he met anybody that asked about the podcast or just goes oh yeah um, more than likely um, yeah. that's yeah. what happened <laughs> um, yeah so but just never be shy to send us a message ask us a question like literally don't please don't be shy just yeah. go had get a couple yourself, of likes go, 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 so go nice. get yourself in that Facebook group um, quite yeah we, we don't do much in that Facebook group it kind of runs itself by through a lot of the, <laughs> the listeners to be honest um, we're very thankful for that but it's a bit of fun and uh, yeah by all means send us a load of topics that you want to talk to talk about if you want to go anywhere, I guess, and more expos, she probably goes to a couple of expos together. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, if you want, um, another thing that has, you know, never really crossed our mind, but again, if you run a gym or, you know, people who run a gym and you want to get us up to chat to your trainers for an hour or two, just ask, like yeah. happily do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah like literally, we just enjoy doing this and we just enjoy meeting people and, and helping spread some good knowledge and, instead of the shit knowledge that gets spread. So we're more happy to do things like that. So. All right. Heartfelt weirdness over, man. All emotion. Yeah, totally emotional. All good. Um, yeah, that was the end of episode 70. Um, Fucking hell. Jesus Christ. Uh, thanks for listening, guys, and we will catch you next week. <laughs>